You know, when I look around at all the entrepreneurs who are grinding it out, spending 70 to 80 hours per week growing their business, you have to ask yourself the question, at what cost? Hi, my name is Tim Uchuk, and in this podcast, we're going to be exploring the tools, tactics, and strategies for crushing it and scaling your business without making the ultimate sacrifice of your time and freedom. Hey, what's up everyone? Tim Uchuk here, and it is a Friday at the time of this recording, and just finishing up a work day, work week, and thought I would jump on here and record a quick episode before we head to the airport. Um, Our sister-in-law has been in town for the last two weeks, which means we've had her two kids, our three kids, household of five kids. It's been the the opposite of quiet, but uh, no, the kids have had fun. We've had a good visit. And uh, yeah, so headed to the airport in the next uh, couple hours and and thought I would jump on here and and record a quick episode for you. If you, uh, this is an important one if you manage, you know, one person, five people, 10 people. If you have a team, this is a, this is a must uh, listen to uh, episode. And the reason is if you can relate to the analogy of, you know, herding cats or running a daycare, if it feels like that some days in your team, then, then this is a, this is a good one for you. Um, and so it comes down to the reason why most people get really frustrated when they're trying to, you know, run, lead, manage teams is what it really comes down to is um, if you've heard of the network effect, the formula where, you know, what's the number of, of handshakes that are possible as you add people, um, it starts to grow exponentially actually when you get beyond five people. So that means if you were to, you know, get five people together, how many um, handshakes are possible between, unique handshakes are possible between them. Um, It starts to grow exponentially when you get uh, beyond five and and seven. And so interesting little side fact there is uh, the the max, the ideal max number in a team or a meeting should be five plus or minus two. And that's that's related to the network effect um, or the handshake uh, principle. And uh, so that's just an interesting side because if you think about it in meetings, everybody needs to be heard and, uh, you know, everybody's going to have questions and follow up and they need to be on the same page and the tangent conversations, it starts to get really, really out of hand and uh, something called communication saturation starts to become a real problem when you get much beyond five plus or minus two. So as an aside, if you're ever structuring um, teams, that's why you want to keep it to, um, you know, five ideally or less especially in meetings so that's an aside but um, what I really want to talk about is the the antidote um, that allowed me to to shed that feeling of hurting the cats or running a daycare with people and the nice thing about this is um, I've always wanted to I don't know if you remember having a a great coach or teacher um, growing up and they were they weren't always like friendly but you could tell that they cared and uh, they were tough on you because you could, you maybe not, you couldn't put a finger on it, but they recognized and could see your potential. And their job was to help you realize that potential. And sometimes that meant telling you what you didn't necessarily want to hear, but you could tell it came from a good place. And so this is something that I often refer to as respect for people. And really you're, you're respecting your people's potential. And, and so that means sometimes, you know, being, being friendly, but not friends. And so if you've got problems with drama, with people not showing up for work, they're really not realizing their potential. And so you're not being, 
you're not being mean necessarily by holding them accountable. You're actually helping them out in, in the grand scheme of things because they're really, um, they're not hitting their true potential. And, and so, you know, in an odd way, it's, it's kind of showing tough love. And that's my whole, uh, my whole notion around respect for people. And so to get into the, uh, the actionable stuff in terms of how I shifted my, my approach, my strategy when it came to, to managing our people was it was based on the foundation of respect for people, right? And really what, what I want in my businesses is, is people who are, you know, they, they've got a system and a, and a framework and a structure to help pull out their true potential. And, you know, I was not able to do that if I was um, holding on to everything, micromanaging them, not allowing them to make mistakes, to fail, to think for themselves. You really have to provide an environment where they can, you know, it's just like raising kids in many respects where they, they need to be able to, to experience the failure and the pressure and the burden of ownership in order to grow and thrive. And, and that's really the environment that you want to create. And so you can do that um, by implementing two two kind of strategies. And this comes down to creating culture in your company as well. Um, and so the first one of one of two is transparency, transparency. And, and so what I mean by that is um, if you want to have an environment where people are being held accountable without you having to follow up, you want to create transparency. And, and a good example of that is if things need to be done, if you make it transparent, and in other words, if it's not done, people can see that it's not done, you're going to uh, invoke a little bit of peer pressure. Nobody wants to be the odd man out. And so when you create transparency, um, and another way of doing that obviously is um, uh, you can imagine if there's one person, one person responsible for doing something versus, you know, I didn't know who was supposed to do that. Uh, you know, I thought we had three people assigned to do this one thing. If you have one set of eyeballs and everybody can see it, so there's no, you know, at the end of the week, oh, I didn't know you wanted me to do it. If you're really clear about that, if you're cl- and everybody can see it and when it needs to get done, it's going to, um, you're going to 10x your, your return on, on your people and your activities and drastically eliminate the required follow-up just by making things transparent. So transparency is number one. And when you are looking at your, your numbers in your, in your company in terms of, you know, what was quoted last week on the sales side, things like internal warranty, whatever your numbers are, if you make those things transparent among your managers, your leaders, and uh, everybody can kind of see how things are going and who's responsible for what, that is going to take so much burden off your shoulders just by by leveraging transparency. Um, and then shift number two is um, results, creating a results-only work environment. And this is great because it works as a magnet. Creating a results-only work environment uh, serves to attract the right people, and in my opinion, and repel the wrong people. Uh, because what you don't want in your company is just like in, in sports, right? People that, that worked hard but didn't achieve the desired result. And if they value that result, I always say, you know, if it takes you two hours or 40 hours, it doesn't really matter. We really just value that result. So think about your sales team. We, you know, if, if it took 20 uh, sales calls or, or 100 calls to, to convert someone at the end of the day, I would rather we focus on the result. And so if you find a, an easier, better, faster, more efficient way, then that's awesome. You should, because we value that. We value the result. And when we shifted to that, um, there was a lot less of the, you know, um, I don't want to sound harsh, but when it comes down to your business, that's really, it's an unemotional thing. Your, your, your customers, your sales, 
there's no emotion in terms of whether or not your business is healthy. And so you want people that value and respect that. And you can do it, um, you know, from a caring, it's not like you're, um, you're not caring when you have a results only work environment, but you want to have people that really value that. And, and oftentimes people with a sports background, they get it. And, you know, they want to have their actions speak louder than their words. And that's really what you want to cultivate in your business is people that really respect and value and say, you know what, I'm going to let my, um, I'm going to let my action speak for me and my results, because that's what we really um, care about in our organization, in our, uh, in our culture. And so those two things, by focusing on creating transparency and by focusing on um, results only work environment, cultivating that kind of environment, that totally shifted my approach to managing people. It shifted our culture. Um, a lot of the people that didn't like those two things didn't want to work in our business anymore and that was a good thing and so if you want to and we we started to trend away from me feeling like I was hurting cats and and um, running a daycare and so those are the two things that that really were helpful for me in, in terms of making that shift was transparency and creating a results only work environment and how we did that um, specifically and, and tangibly was we actually um, made those two of our core values and, and we've got a, a number of core values but those were two and uh, huge shift for our business so anyways this is a, a short one I wanted to share that with you if uh, right now in your business you feel like you're having a herd cats or, or run a daycare it really comes down to the system and and the culture that you set up for your business and it's not always the people's fault you know it's oftentimes the the environment that they're set up in and um, by making this kind of shift that I shared with you today, I, I think it's going to uh, be really, really helpful. At least it was for me. So hope that helps. We're going to head to the airport here soon. Um, enjoy the rest of your day and I will talk to you soon. Hey, Tim Uchuk here. And real quick, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, if you could take a couple quick seconds to give it a rating, it would be very much appreciated. And secondly, if you're looking for more tools and strategies on how you can crush it in life and business, just head on over to bookwithtim.com where I've put together a free case study which shows you how to unlock unprecedented freedom today by using the two power levers. Just head on over to bookwithtim.com. Until next time, wishing you success and freedom in your business. Cheers.